My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. It's time for today's travel and cruise industry news. With the latest from travel and cruises around the world, here's your host, Chili Falls. Good morning. Welcome to travel and cruise industry news on this, the 19th day of January 2022. Got a full, exciting show today. We'll get to that in a second. But today, folks, you got to know this is an important part of the show. Today is National Popcorn Day. So you guys know what to do with that. As a matter of fact, you might drop in a comment. Do you like microwave popcorn or do you like the old-fashioned kind where you in a, in a pan on your stove and however you do it? Or do you have a popcorn popper? Anyway, let me know about that. I don't know why, but anyway, National Popcorn Day. I may try to cook some myself later on today. All right. We do have a few cruise ships sailing from North American ports today up in uh, New York and Manhattan. We got the Norwegian Jim sailing after some major headaches on the last couple cruises. Down in Port Everglades, the Enchanted Princess and Celebrity Reflection get underway. San Diego, Seven Seas Explore. And Los Angeles, Saint San Pedro, the Grand Princess. Headlines today, which we'll get to after our special guest. From Geneva, Switzerland, MSC opens bookings on the newest ship. I'm going to talk to you about that one. From Guilford, Connecticut, U.S. Riverline orders 12 new ships. Wow. From Miami, NCL alters free at sea program. Also from Miami, a shock giveaway. From Seattle, Holland America updates confidence program. And from Hong Kong, Genting goes under. That and lots more this morning on Travel and Cruise Industry News Live and the podcast. And remember, folks, you can always access the podcast via my blog, accessadventure.net, or anywhere where you get your podcasts like iHeartRadio, Podchaser, Spotify, Pandora, Stitcher, Amazon Music, Amazon, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. All you got to do is 
search for travel and cruise industry news and you get the old fat travel guy. Okay. My special guest today is uh, Kelly Narowski. She was paralyzed from the lower chest down two months after college. She's a government contractor giving safety briefings to the U.S. military, a professional speaker that's delivered speeches to about audiences of about 300,000 people, including schools, leadership conferences, as well as military groups. She's an advocate for disability rights, has been a corporate travel agent and an avid traveler. She's visited 46 states. We were just chatting. I've got her beat by one. 48 countries. She's got me beat by a bunch. And that just all happened after she was paralyzed. So with no further ado, let me bring in Kelly. Kelly, welcome to Travel and Cruise Industry News live and podcast. Thank you. Hello. It's nice to be here. All right. I mean, I have, I could, I could probably interview you for 19 hours. I have eight mazillion questions for you, but first in all fairness to my audience, and I, I, I have to ask you to give us a little history. What got you where you are, what has led you into your speaking world? Give us okay. a little history. Sure. Okay. So in 19, 1998, when I was 25, I was in a serious car crash. Um, before that, I was a waitress and um, I had just moved to Santa Barbara, California, had just graduated from college and uh, was in this crash. Obviously life-changing, catastrophic at the time and um, became a permanent wheelchair user at, at age 25. And so then I was like, what am I going to do with this health and exercise science degree? You know, I wasn't going to be a personal trainer and a waitress anymore. So I went and applied to be a corporate travel agent and um, they accepted me with no travel school and learned, did that for nine years. But while I was doing that, um, I met someone that was doing safety speeches in schools and going in and talking about seatbelts and Texting and driving wasn't a thing back then, but we talk about that now, but drunk driving and, and helmets and things like that. So I started doing that. And then in 2005, I met a soldier and we ended up getting married about a year and a half later, but he asked his commander at the time, would you like a real safety briefing? Because they have to do so many in the military. And I had a lot of experience by then. So I started doing it on a volunteer basis for the military, for the army, um, because I was living on military installations and all that. And it was easy. Then in 09, um, a big wig said, we would like to start paying you. Um, I'm like, oh, okay. So they started flying me all over the place. And I fell into professional speaking, left the travel agent job. And uh, while I was a travel agent, I, you know, started doing cruises and things like that. And in 2004, I went on my first solo trip, extremely liberating, went to Paris by myself for a week, you know, as a wheelchair user, I, it, it, it was just incredible experience that I can't, you know, fully explain in words, but I digress. So um, this safety briefings went on for many years, did those for the military. And then I went and got a master's in disability studies and a certification, uh, ADA coordinator certification, started speaking on the um, disability diversity and 
disability in the military and accessible travel. And I've always loved to travel. My parents planted that seed when I was young. And um, when I got to, my husband got stationed in Germany. So we lived in Stuttgart, which if you look at the map and you disregard Ukraine and all that area, it's right smack in the middle. So it's like five hours to Prague, an hour to the French border. I mean, it's just so easy to go to, go to all these countries. Before I knew it, uh, well, my, you know, Corey Lee, the famous travel blogger, he said that he had this goal 30 by 30, 30 countries by age 30. And my husband said, well, you should do 50 by 50 because I was already in the 30s. And I was like, oh, well, that's a good idea. I think he's sorry he said that now because I'm like, we have to go here. We have to go here. So here I am at 48 and looks like I'm going to make it COVID. You know, I wasn't sure with COVID, but anyway, that's most of my background, I think. Okay. Uh, let's go back. Uh, one little, I got to, got to check on, on Paris. Soon after you got in a chair, how accessible did you find Paris on that first liberating trip for you? So it was somewhat accessible. I had done a lot of research, you know, as a travel agent, I knew the chains, the European chains, and I knew which ones had accessibility. And so I booked, you know, a hotel and felt comfortable. Now that I look back, it could have been a disaster at that time, but it worked out and the room was very accessible. But I also knew the Eiffel Tower, the Louvre, Musée d'Orsay, and, um, Notre Dame and places like that. Notre Dame actually had a step. I found out it doesn't now it's accessible now, but um, doing a step is not that big a deal. Somebody can just help me do a wheelie. Um, but anyway, I knew the tourist attractions were accessible. And what I found when I got over there is, you know, there's a lot of eating outside, you know, on the patio and things like that. So some restaurants and stores are accessible. Most weren't, but it was very doable. And I had four years of French in high school that helped dealing with taxi drivers and things like that. So it worked out and it was, um, I, I learned then that I can still do a lot of things. Did you find accessible cabs uh, prevalent? Well, I use a manual wheelchair. So it's different than ah, using a heavy okay. car wheelchair. My wheelchair wears 18 pounds. Now I didn't know how to say the wheels come off to the cab driver. I do remember having a hard time saying the wheels come off and making him understand that. But the wheels pop off. They're a pound and a half a piece. You throw them in a trunk, you fold the 15 pound frame and call it a day. It's not a big deal. It's not like power chair user, which okay. they have different challenges. Yeah. 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 Or like on my scooter, you know, it's, a, right. it's, yeah, I can pick it up. I have been known to do that, but it's a, you know, it's a, it's a stressful. But they have accessible so. transportation now. So, and one time I've been to Paris three times and one time they, I took the train there from Stuttgart and you know, that, that was very doable. Um, their subway system is not accessible and it's still not. So just a note for your guests. Okay. What have you found in all your travels? What's the most accessible city you've been in? In the state? You, you're done and you think, Wow. This was absolutely perfect. These guys did a great job. Overseas or in the States? Well, hell, I don't In the care. States is tougher because we have the ADA. And, yeah. you know, obviously places with a lot more construction are going to be more accessible. And, and you know, as opposed to, you know, the East Coast, which is older part of the country. Um, 
I'm going to go with outside the country. Okay. The most accessible overall. People will disagree with me on this. I, I would say Sydney and London and Dublin were all accessible. It's hard to say which one is most accessible, but I just, Dublin, it, it, Ireland had this huge, I, I was so shocked. It was my biggest surprise, my biggest travel surprise, because they have this attitude of inclusion that we don't even have in the United States, even okay. though we have more disability rights laws. This attitude of inclusion is, they want you to participate. They do everything they can. Um, there's accessible buses to, to just everywhere. And I remember at the Hertz counter, I, I'm the one always dealing with the people at the Hertz counter. They were alarmed because they saw me and my husband was far away and they saw me and were like, just mortified that they didn't have hand controls put in. And I said, oh, no, no, no I'm not driving because it's the other side of the road. You know, and I said, no, 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 I'm not driving. My husband is he's outside. Don't worry. But they were so mortified that they didn't have the hand controls. I'm like, you didn't have to install those. I didn't order them. But it, but no, Sydney, London, Dublin, I'm just thinking, um, much of Germany is accessible, doable, cobblestone's tough, okay. but, uh, you know, Toronto's very doable. I still will continue to say that the United States is the most accessible country in the world. Okay. How about the least accessible? Where did you go and have, oh my God, this is awful. I wasn't think when I travel, I'm not thinking this is awful because I love travel. It's my, it's so exciting to me. Um, but so I hate to say Morocco because I loved it so much and just need a lot of help there. Um, but I would say Morocco, Romania and Estonia. Okay. And I, it's hard to say which one's number one. Romania is probably third. But Morocco and Estonia are probably tied. Okay. And did you find, and I know you, you're going to be right on top of them. You guys need to do this. Did you, did you find that where they're inaccessible, they're willing to at least hear what they need to do? It depends. I'd get into conversations about it. Obviously, I didn't want to be an arrogant American. And tell them what they should do and what their laws should be and all that. But I'd get into conversations about it and offer suggestions. Um, I didn't go up to business owners and say, you need to get a ramp for this one step. Or, you know, I, I didn't do things like that. Now, the United States is a different story um, where, you know, I'm actually able as a person with a disability to enforce the disability rights laws um, through different enforcement mechanisms, enforcement measures, such as the Department of Justice, Department of Transportation, the private attorneys. We have all kinds of options here. It's, and a lot of these countries have manifestos that are kind of meaningless, no enforcement mechanisms. They say they'll have a law that says uh, people with disabilities um, have to have equality, you know, they're, but they don't do anything or, or force enforce anything. Um, but yeah, I got into some conversations about it. I know, I'm not a really great advocate outside the country, though. Since a good portion of my audience is uh, cruisers, mm -hmm. what's your experience been on cruise ships? So um, I noticed as time went on, they've gotten a lot better. The newer ships are a lot better. My first cruise was in 2002 or 2003. 
and it was on Carnival and it was a newer ship and it was fine. I went with a group of girls. They didn't help me once. No help. Cause I I'm big on, I don't want my friends helping me. Am I, there's nothing wrong with needing help, but I just want to do everything I can. But anyway, it was very, very doable. I didn't run into any fiascos, but I just noticed things get more and more accessible as time goes on. The Royal Caribbean cruise I took in 2009, super accessible, super accessible. Where I struggled with was excursions. I wish they'd offered more excursions that were accessible. Um, I feel lucky that I can just hop in a cab. Not everybody can do that. It's harder to plan, but there's accessible travel agencies out there that can help with all that um, accessible excursions. Unfortunately, they're more expensive than. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But 09 and then uh, my Baltic cruise and Mediterranean cruise were just a couple years ago. Not well, the Baltic cruise Holland America was super accessible, but the Mediterranean cruise on Norwegian, I was disappointed because when I went in, the first thing you see is this huge coffee shop up a bunch of steps and there were no tables low like lower, you know, on the bottom of the steps so they could bring. And I asked him, I was like, how do you do this? Cause I know you port in Miami or Fort Lauderdale. I don't remember which, how do you get away with this in the United States? They said, Oh, well, we put the tables down when we cruise over there, when they do the Caribbean. Cause I know they have to, but while they're in the Mediterranean, they pull the tables out. I'm like, well, isn't that interesting? And that backs up. My point is, is if there's no, you know, enforceable law, there's no law with teeth place businesses tend to go, oh, well, we don't have to do it sometimes. And that's what was, that's what happened. Interesting. Uh, by the way, you, you gave me a name at uh, Royal Caribbean that you have mm -hmm. spoken with before at conferences. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I did send him a message, but since I didn't have his email address, you know, I sent it to that division of Royal Caribbean and said, please forward this to Ron. Um, uh, but I, I sent him a message to see if I could uh, establish some contact. And what you didn't know at the time, I've got like seven Royal Caribbean cruises booked this year. I mean, I'm heavy in Royal Caribbean because they were given solos a decent break. MSC and Royal Caribbean were helping the solo market out a bunch, which I travel solo as well as uh, Mobility Challenge. Uh, so that's where my my bookings, at least starting back cruising, are heavy in those two lines. Well, I'm going to later, I'll share with you Ron's email address because I know for sure, I know him well enough to know he would be fine with that. Okay. And so, yeah, please reach out to him. And every time I do, he emails me right back. We've actually done presentations together on accessible travel. So I know he would reach back to you. Um, it might be better route than asking them to forward it to him, but he's great. Okay. How have you found Amtrak to be? Okay. So I haven't been um, on Amtrak since my uh, spinal cord injury occurred. However, I did a great deal of research on Amtrak for a presentation I did on how the ADA applies. And it's a, they've decided, the courts decided it's a pseudo government um, entity. So it's kind of complicated because there's title three of the ADA for, you know, regular businesses so it's kind of an overlap. So anyway, federal uh, section 504 of the Rehab Act of 73, they found applies as well. Um, anyway, they they did a lot of improvements. And I actually talked to one of the vice presidents of Amtrak. I interviewed him before I presented and they've done a great deal of improvements. There are a handful of stations. They can't, they're just, they, 
they can't. They're just too old and it's not doable. Um, they were also doing something uh, shady, which they stopped doing that. Um, and that was, you know, making you show proof of your disability. They can't do that yeah. in, in the United States or by, you know, our law. And so uh, they quit doing that. But. Okay. What's ahead for Kelly? I know you're going to, you you've got country number 48, 49, 49, whatever the hell it is. More me. You're going someplace that I is on my bucket list. Tell us about your international travel coming up. So Chile's going to want be wanting to go to Chile is what you're saying. Oh yeah. Okay, so I'm going to Chile in about six weeks, and I'm going um, on a group. I'm going by myself, you know, as far as the airplane and being in the hotel room and all that. But um, I'm I'm going to meet a group down there, accessible. Um, I booked it through a tour company that. Uh, specializes in accessible travel, but I'm excited for that. And that's 10 days. And we're going to go down to Patagonia, take a side trip down to Patagonia. Um, that's next, but the, the restrictions to get in are just, well, it would take an hour for me to explain it. So I won't, yeah. but there's this list of administrative things you have to go through and three COVID tests, three, yeah. but anyway, um, that's next. And then in June, I'm going to Philadelphia with my husband so he can jump out of airplanes uh, nearby. And you have also done that. Yes. You've yeah. jumped out of an airplane. Yeah. 15,000. May I ask why? <laughs> I'm just kind of adventurous. I have a low um, harm avoidance score. We're all different that way. You know, some people are scared of heights and kind of more fearful. I'm, I'm just not, I like to try new things. And so I did paragliding and skydiving and ziplining, all these things. Um, skydiving 15,000 feet in North Carolina, uh, several years ago. I don't need to do it again. I just wanted to do it once. Okay. It's a little scary. Yeah. 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 I, uh, see, I have two, two things that, that I don't have to worry about, uh, paragliding, skydiving, uh, any of the things on cruise ships, like the, 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 uh, where you act like an astronaut or you act like a surfer. I'm too fat. Thank God. I'm too fat. I don't have to worry about standing in line and, and risking my life and limb because I'm too fat. I like well, that. Do you want to do those things or no? Oh, okay. No, well. see, I, I this is yellow streak goes from outside the right shoulder to outside the left shoulder. I'm a coward, absolute coward. Okay. Well, then it all yeah, is I good. Probably, I probably would, but I'm not going to tell anybody that. To try it, it one. would give me an excuse for having a cocktail. So, I, you know, what the hell? The only, to, the only thing so, I won't do is bungee jump. I am scared to do that. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. I'm afraid a limb will like pop out or something. Yeah. yeah and I won't right. feel it. I wouldn't feel well, see, it. Being a fat guy, I'm afraid the rubber band will break. Huh. So. Oh, geez. All right. Kelly, uh, Elian, you're, uh, you're 40, the, the next state, 48th state is Delaware? 47th state will be Delaware in June. How can you not have been to Delaware? 
I don't know how I miss that. I never drove through it. I, well, I mean, Delaware is about the size of my bedroom. That, that's one thing. So, I mean, you can easily go around it and not get there, but. Okay. Wow. So it's right across from the river. Like, I don't know if it's a river, the state line from um, Philly and I'll be in Philadelphia. Right. Yeah, so I might as well go there and have dinner, dinner and, and <laughs> go to the, go to the water and. Yeah. Go across the, go, you go across the bridge into Delaware. Right. Or New Jersey. I never can remember why. Once one way and once the other. So, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. All right. I got to get back to news. So, Kelly, I just I want to thank you so much for being with us and sharing a little bit of your experience and your knowledge and stuff. This has been terrific, fun, terrific fun. And hopefully we can do this again sometime. Sure. Thanks for having me. All right, Kelly. Thanks so much. I'm going to get on to it, folks. I'll be back with the news. After this word from one of our network sponsors. Thanks, Kelly. You're welcome. Thank you. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. All right, boys and girls, back with the news today. We got a bunch of news stories to get to, and that was just, that was so much fun. She is, what a great, great interview. That was, that was, as far as I'm concerned, I love doing that. All right, I did hear from Nikki and Roger. Of course, they're on board the Viking Orion out, um, Orion. I say that, why am I saying that wrong? Viking Orion out on the South Pacific cruise in Tahiti. Yesterday, it was kind of cloudy and rainy early. They got soaked, as a matter of fact, but they were undeterred. The bad weather changed their itinerary. Instead of going to Bora Bora the next couple of days, They'll be cruising around some other islands. We'll eventually uh, get to Bora Bora, uh, but they'll spend tomorrow in the spa getting warm from getting out and getting soaking wet. Um, now, Nikki did send a couple pictures, folks. If you're watching this on the podcast, you need to find the link down there and go check out. There's uh, three, four, five, five pictures. Uh, that's just a lovely flower that... Uh, uh, Nikki found that out in the jungles there of Tahiti. And that's, uh, of course, uh, Nikki and Roger out and about. I guess those are similar to what we know as birds of paradise in this country. I'm guessing I don't know that for a fact. A uh, little scene there along the coastline. And a nice ocean view. All right. 
So I'm enjoying following Nikki and Roger on their exploits on the Viking Orion. All right, now. Do have some news stories to get to today. MSC, folks, has opened bookings for the line's second seaside EVO-class ship, the MSC Seascape. The vessel is currently under construction in Fincantieri Shipyard in Italy. It's scheduled to be delivered in November. It will actually sail from Miami to the Caribbean beginning December the 11th. MSC Seascape will offer two different seven-night itineraries from Miami. The Eastern Caribbean itinerary will visit Nassau, San Juan, Puerto Plata, and Ocean Key. That's the private island of MSC. The Western route will call on Cozumel, Grand Cayman. That's a big maybe. Of course, you guys are aware of that. Uh, Ocho Rios and Ocean Key, which is pretty much the same route. I'm going to be going on both the Meraviglia and the Divina here uh, in a couple weeks from now. Bookings are also open for the winter 2022 and 2023 voyages on both the Davina and the Meraviglia. Davina will home port in Miami and offer a program of voyages that depart on Fridays and Mondays. Ten-night cruises to Jamaica, Colombia, Panama, Costa Rica. Three- and four-night cruises to Nassau and Ocean Key. Seven-night cruises to Belize, Honduras, Mexico, and Ocean Key. Meraviglia will home port in Port Canaveral starting in October of 2022. The ship will offer short cruises to the Bahamas. It will include a visit to Ocean Key and seven night cruises to Cozumel, Costa Belize, and Ocean Key. All Voyager Club members who book MSC Seascape before January 31st will receive their usual 5% discount plus a further 5% discount for booking early. They'll also receive double Voyager uh, Club points. Members from silver to diamond status also receive some onboard credit. Guests who book before March 31st will have the ability to reschedule their cruise free of charge up to 15 days prior to departure. And I've, I've been debating, folks, because I've never done this before, but I've told that it can be quite beneficial. Since I will be on a an MSC ship, um, the 29th, I think it is. So before the deadline, I'm just going to march myself, march. I'm going to drive my scooter up to wherever they do future cruise bookings and see what they can uh, do for me on the seascape on that December 11th, uh, uh, first cruise. So I'm going to try it and see, I mean, I know what I can get going through my agent. Let's put it that way. Uh, so I'm going to see if I can do any better doing it direct on board the ship or not. I have no idea. I'm going to find out. And I'll let you know. I promise you that. All right. This one, uh, boy, you're talking about something that just, just kind of knocked me over with a feather. American Cruise Line has announced a brand new series of ships for the U.S. marketplace through a project that's calling Project Blue. The line will be launching 12 identical sister ships, which will more than double the United States' current capacity for domestic coastal cruises. 
the new fleet will operate exclusively in the U.S. with a focus on small towns and close-to-home adventures. Charles Robinson, president and CEO of American Cruise Line, said Project Blue started as a design challenge to create a boat small enough for New England harbors, stable enough for the Alaska Inside Passage, and a draft shallow enough for the Atlantic Intercoastal Waterway. These boats can run almost anywhere, and because there will be 12 of them, they'll be deployed all over the United States. America Cruise Line Project Blue expansion reinforces the growing interest in small ship experiences and personalized cruising. Like all of its new vessels, the entire Project Blue fleet will be built by Chesapeake Shipbuilding in Salisbury, Maryland. The first two ships are already under construction and are due for delivery in 2023. Each boat in the new fleet will accommodate 109 passengers and 50 crew members. They'll be 241 feet long, 56 feet wide, and feature a hybrid catamaran design that enables both shallow draft access and stable sailing along the lakes and rivers, bays, and America's coastline, Their go-anywhere agility combines the adventures of an expedition with the luxury of a fine river cruise. And they're accessible on all uh, levels. I found that interesting because that's one of the the bugaboos with river cruises, uh, at least the European river cruises, because, you know, they got to be low slung to get under bridges and they don't have elevators all the way. So the accessibility issues uh, become uh, suspect. And then also the way they park boats. So sometimes boats will park side by side, uh, you know, out toward the middle of the river so that you have to get on one boat and cross the boat and get on the next boat to get to your boat. Uh, so I'm finding it very interesting that, that these are all accessible. Didn't know that. Uh, now, of course, river cruises in this country yeah, are a little pricey, Yeah, you know, we know that, admittedly, but it's certainly something to start looking at and starting to shop for and starting to consider and, you know, wow. And there's, I'd like to do, I still want to do one of the uh, paddles wheelers. I think that would be cool. I don't care what it costs. All right, that's uh, American Cruise Line. You're going to be hearing a lot more about them in the future. Norwegian Cruise Line's free at sea upgrades have always been trendy for those sailing with the cruise line. The program enables guests to either pay a relatively small fee or even receive it for free with a booking and in exchange get things such as complimentary Wi-Fi, specialty dining, beverage packages, and so forth. As of January 18th, that was yesterday, The cruise line made changes to the program. The changes have been made to the specialty dining packages where guests get less and the Wi-Fi packages, which have been increased. In the past, free at sea promotion included one to five meals, uh, depending on the length of your cruise. Uh, That's now changed. Previously, on a three- to five-night cruise, you would have gotten one complimentary meal. On a six- to eight-night cruise, two meals. On a nine- to ten-night, you would have gotten uh, three free meals. Eleven to fourteen, four free meals. And fifteen-plus 
night cruise, you would have gotten five free meals in specialty restaurants. In the updated promo, the number of free meals is based on the room and the length of the cruise. Cruise length three to six nights, stateroom any, you get one meal. Cruise length seven to 11 nights, stateroom studio inside or ocean view, you get one free meal. Cruise length seven to 11 nights, balcony and above, you get two free meals. 12 plus nights, Studio inside Ocean View, you get two free meals. 12 plus nights, balcony and above, three free meals. As you can see, these are some pretty significant changes in the dining packages, especially if you're booked in the studio inside our Ocean View rooms or on longer voyages. The free at sea Wi-Fi packages has also seen some changes, although These are mostly positive as long as you're not traveling alone. Bummer. I travel alone. I'm solo. The change has to do with the free Wi-Fi time that's included. Previously, the packages were per stateroom. So a three to six day cruise would have gotten 100 minutes free per cabin. Now the same cruise length gets you 75 minutes per person. So if you're traveling as a couple you get 50 extra minutes. But if you're traveling solo, you get 25 minutes less. That sucks. Seven to 13 day cruise, you would have gotten 250 minutes of Wi-Fi time per cabin. This has changed to seven to 11 days, 150 minutes per person. So an additional 50 minutes again. Finally, 14 plus day cruises would have gotten you 500 minutes free. This has changed to 300 minutes per guest. Total 600, so you get an extra 100. Uh, but then if you're sailing alone, you lose 200. That's uh, that's terrible for the solo market. There are six free at sea promos available from Norwegian besides dining and Wi-Fi packages. There's a beverage package with a retail value of $99 per day, a promo for 50 shore excursion credit per day, the kids sell free promo is ideal for those looking for a good family deal. Promo is valid for three or four guests in the stateroom with only two guests paying full. Lastly, there's some outstanding cruise and flight packages available for Norwegian where you can get up to 35% off. So mixed bag for uh, Norwegian on that program, folks. It's bad for solos but it's good for you guys to travel as a couple. So, all right, let's jump down to Miami. Miami Heat fans had the opportunity to get thunderstruck with Carnival Cruise Line's fun officer Shaquille O'Neal at the January 15th game against the Philadelphia 76ers to celebrate uh, his upcoming 50th birthday and Carnival's upcoming 50th birthday, Shaq gave away Thunderstruck t-shirts as well as a gift card for a Carnival cruise. Shaq called for parachutes to be released, each one carrying a Carnival t-shirt. Each t-shirt had a QR code attached, and when scanned, the codes give fans the chance to opt in for updates. 
uh, on all of Carnival's Thunderstruck moments to come this year. One lucky shirt had a gift card attached as well, which can be applied for a Carnival cruise of the fans' choice. Unfortunately, the Heat lost the game 109-98 to the Sixers. The Florida team is currently ranked second in the NBA Eastern Conference. Holland America, got to go out to Seattle for this one. Holland America has given customers the confidence to make travel plans through the summer with extension of its flexible cancellation plan to September 30th, 2022. As part of its worry-free promise, Holland America Line also will continue to implement best practices for COVID health safety, including operating vaccinated cruises and requiring a medically supervised negative COVID test prior to cruising. Under the flexible cancellation plan, which was originally offered for cruises departing through the end of April, guests who make a booking by March 31st for itineraries that depart on or before September 30th can cancel for any reason and receive a full uh, future cruise credit in the amount of any cancellation fees that normally would be incurred. Cancellations must be made up to 30 days before departure. Additionally, final payments for cruises through May 31st, 2022 are due 60 days outside instead of 75 days or 90. So that is a a good sign. Uh, Holland America will continue with the same protocols. Guests must have received their final dose of an approved COVID vaccine 14 days prior to the beginning of the cruise and bring proof. Holiday uh, Holland America Line strongly is encouraging uh, eligible guests receive COVID-19 boosters as well. Guests must show proof of a negative viral COVID-19 test, PCR, or antigen taken two days uh, before embarkation. Guests are required to wear masks in the indoor areas except when eating or drinking in their stateroom or in their stateroom. Holland America is recommending the use of the higher grade mask, surgical or K95, KN95. Crew members are vaccinated for COVID and are receiving boosters when eligible. KN95 masks are worn shipboard by shipboard teams at all times. Out in Hong Kong, some bad news. Cruise operator Jinting Hong Kong sought court approval to appoint outside professionals to help lead a restructuring, becoming the industry's highest profile financial casualty since the onset of the pandemic. Genting Hong Kong, which is majority owned by Malaysian billionaire Lim Kok, they said that it would imminently be unable to pay its debt and that it expects to run out of cash around the end of the month. Company, which also... <clears throat> runs cruises under the Star, Dream, and Crystal brands, said it had exhausted efforts to negotiate with financial counterparts. The company said uh, yesterday in Hong Kong that it had filed what is known as a winding up petition with the Supreme Court of Bermuda and applied to appoint joint provisional liquidators. The company is listed in Hong Kong and has its headquarters there, but maintains its registered office in Bermuda. And of course, Jenning Hong Kong also owns 
uh, shipbuilder M.V. Werften that filed for insolvency in Germany last week. So that's the news for today. So let's go over and see who's with us in the chat room. And if anybody's fussing at me for anything I did dumb, which is normal for me. Uh, let's see. Kenneth's with us. Hi, Kenneth's up in Pennsylvania. Carol's here. Hey, Carol, Amy's with us. Hot Air Tom. By the way, Hot Air Tom uh, sent me a message, and I didn't see if, if the follow-up uh, ever came in. That um, Pride of America is backed up to April, and uh, one of the other uh, Norwegian ships, I could not get that confirmed anywhere this morning before I went on the air. So that one is still, uh, I, I don't know that for a fact yet, but you know, hot airs is usually has his finger on the pulse of Norwegian. So I would count that happening. Uh, I just don't have it yet. So Carol says popcorn in the microwave. Jason's with us up in Pittsburgh. Nikki's there's Nikki out in, Somewhere between Tahiti and Bora Bora right now, I would think. Of course, it's also in the middle of the night. Nikki, why, you should be asleep, darling. It's, what is it, 4 o'clock in the morning there or something silly? Katie's here. Hi, Katie. It's lunchtime for Katie. Emily's with us up in New York. There's Minnesota Nanook of the North John. Good morning, everyone. He snowed here, but now at least the temperatures are going to drop, drop, drop. I believe we have 55 more days to go, and 2022 winter will start to become somewhat reasonable. Yeah. By the way, folks, um, Nanook of the North John, as I'm on my cruises, if I have sketchy Wi-Fi and problems with it, John is going to do the shows. So there will be some type of a live stream either from me or from John or from John and me or from me sending John clips or some combination of the above. And John will do something on Monday when I, who knows where the hell I'll be on Monday. Uh, but anyway, so you can count on stuff happening on this channel while I'm gone the next three weeks. Hot Air Tom says, Jason, you missed the mini rant to your buddy Jim Walker yesterday. Yeah, I, I haven't gotten any uh, feedback from the uh, negative feedback, at least from the rant. Morning, John. We're getting a mix and probably a little bit of snow overnight tomorrow. My doctor told me I'm not allowed to skydive. I have three new body parts, two hips and a knee. I have body parts. And I have a little more uh, sense to go skydiving. I'm not going to jump out of airplanes ever again. So, thanks, Callie. Really enjoyed. Thank you, Hot Air. I appreciate that. Hot Air, Tom, what happened? I just went off. Uh, Chili's just upset with Jim's anti-cruise rhetoric. Wasn't just Jim. It was USA Today. Jim Walker and CNN that I specifically called out and none of them given the truthful good news from the cruise industry. That's that. None of them. 
ever mentioned any of that. Any of the of the crews, folks. Nikki says, great interview. She's an inspiration to us. So I, I, I enjoyed that. I thought I thought Kelly was great. So, uh, heading in that direction. Uh, Jim isn't the only one spreading misinformation. The clickbait titles from some YouTubers aren't helped. I know. It's just, I'm just not, I'm not fond of that. Uh, and I, that's one of the reasons these guys don't like me is because I, I tell them that. You know, I'm sorry, clickbait crap just to get numbers is ridiculous. So I'm not going to do it. Jason says, I'm cruising in 24 days. Seems like the port problems have been solved. That's a good thing. The red flowers are called torch ginger. Okay. Thank you, Nikki. The plants were four to six feet tall. Wow. Hot Air says, my cruise next Monday had an itinerary change yesterday, canceled Cartagena, and added the Dominican Republic. As a result of that change, we get into Aruba earlier, ETA change of 4 p.m. to 8 a.m., which sounds like a good thing. People need to report on this stuff. Yeah, I know. It's report on good stuff for a change. First cruise is Nassau, and only one tour is available. Some jerk on Reddick was giving me a hard time about my opinions. Maybe it was Jim Walker. That could be. I'll be watching the Bliss cruise closely. It departs L.A. later this week for Miami, since I will be doing the Bliss from Miami to L.A. February the 4th. What opinions? Maybe I can heckle you, too. Yeah, I hear you, the hot air. Sometimes boats crash into each other. Yeah, the the... They do on occasions. Free meals on a cruise. What a novel idea, especially MSC and Carnival. Uh, glad I have all my NCL cruises booked already through November of 2024. No change in my specialty meals. Everything changes every day on NCL. Boy, I tell you what, there's been a lot of changes here lately. Emily says 250 minutes eats up very quickly. Did you pack your bags yet? Chili's cruises? Heck no. You know, I'll I'll get around to it probably Sunday afternoon. And we're leaving at 2 a.m. Monday morning to drive down to Raleigh. Um, The New York Times uh, reporter is actually leaving Saturday. And going over to Richmond and flying from Richmond down to Miami. And she's going to meet me there in the terminal on Monday when I get in uh, from Raleigh. Uh, And then she's going to travel with me for the uh, four days on board Freedom of the Seas and document how I work a cruise ship and what I do. So I heard about someone getting thunderstruck. One rest in peace. Yeah. Yeah, thunderstruck once. Yeah, that's that's their the promotion they're calling it. Emily says KN94 or 95 mask is highly recommended here in New York. We can wear the surgical mask too. The KN94 mask is recommended for everyone to wear. 
Tom, where did they get thunderstruck? That was on the Shaq uh, promotion down in Miami at the Miami Heat game. And Carnival as is using that to promote what they're doing. I don't know. Chili's Cruises, did you see the Fox News interview of a guy on the gym? Much better discussion of the cruise. Was it really? I, no, I did not see that. Better than that girl, I hope. She was awful. It's 6.45 a.m. here now. We're five hours behind. Okay. Okay, Nick. I wasn't sure if I was th- I thought it would have been more than that, but only five hours. Okay. Emily says, that's a tall flower. Chili, I'm the same way about packing. Yeah, I'm terrible. I'm absolutely terrible. I can never get myself uh, going ahead. Now, I have done, uh, you know, I've done all of my paperwork. So I've got all the stuff ready to go from all three of the cruises, the the hard copies that I'll travel with. Uh, my, the phone stuff is all set up. Today's project, I, I've got to go to therapy this afternoon. Uh, if I can get the car out, I'm still working on that. But anyway, go to therapy this afternoon. And when I get home, my project today is to make sure I've got the airline stuff all loaded in the phone. So from, I get it through Expedia. So, but as far as throwing uh, my undergotchies in a bag and a t-shirt to take and a bathing suit and no. Not done. Amy says, don't forget to encourage the reporter to get enough vegetables on the cruise. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I've, see, I've never met her. I won't meet her until uh, tomorrow afternoon. She flies into Roanoke tomorrow about noontime and this has to get, assuming everything goes per schedule, uh, and then get a rental car and then drive. It's an hour from Roanoke Airport to here at the farm. Uh, so I, it'll be the first time I have a chance to, to meet uh, Crystal. Her name's Crystal, by the way. Um, but yeah, I will definitely, I hope she's, uh, will be, <laughs> need to work on her vegetable levels like I do. So I have no idea until we, we see how that goes. But anyway, She's going to follow me around. She's going to have to get, go some. She had one of the questions. She, I talked to her last night for about an hour. And one of the questions, she says, well, what, what time do you, does your day start? She I wanted to know what time she needed to get up to follow me around. I said, my day starts at 4 a.m. What? <laughs> I said, yeah, I have to research anything going on in Europe. I said, yeah, well, that's the only time I can do that. You know, but they're behind us. So at 4 a.m., that's when my day starts. She said, not on a cruise. I said, oh, yeah, I'll do the same thing. You know, my, my sleeping is not going to change. You know, I don't sleep very well. But, yeah, 4 a.m. and, yeah. So if you're going to follow me around all the time, you're going to have to be up that early. If not, you can catch me later on in the day, but uh, you might miss some of the stuff that I've done. So I'll see what, they, what she wants to do. I have no idea. Uh, are you nervous about the reporter? Absolutely not. Doesn't bother me in the least. Plus, remember, we've already done probably four hours of phone interviews. So, um, actually, what I have found out 
more specifically what they're doing. Uh, New York Times is starting a uh, podcast dealing in travel. And this, uh, I will be the subject of a podcast, a New York Times podcast. So that's what it's eventually going to be. Um, So uh, she's going to be taping all kinds of stuff. She says, you'll find that I tape all kinds of stuff and you'll wonder why are you taping that? But yeah. And then edited it around. I know, you know, I, I, I do a lot of much the same thing, you know, with my podcast now. All right, guys, that's going to wrap me up for today. If you're new to this channel, welcome aboard. We've got a whole bunch. We've had a nice run of new subscribers recently. But if you are new, uh, welcome aboard. We always appreciate thumbs up. And uh, if you have not subscribed, please consider doing so. It doesn't cost you anything. It helps the channel a lot. Uh, The more people I get, hopefully I might make a few pennies more uh, from uh, my ads and stuff. Uh, And one of these days we'll sit down and I'll tell you what all is available on the uh, blog now. There's, I mean, there's neat stuff on the blog. If you haven't looked at it, you can book Expedia stuff on my blog. You can do cheap cruises on my blog. You can do, uh, uh, Viator excursions on my blog. Uh, and of course, you can keep up with my cruise schedule. And of course, then the accessible issues uh, in the blog itself. So that's all available on accessadventures.net. So, all right. Thank you guys for being with me. That's going to wrap me up for today. As always, folks, stay safe, stay healthy, wear your mask. Don't do anything silly out there. Don't get yourself in a bad situation. Uh, But to think about cruising in one of these days, we'll all meet on the high seas. Later, y'all. I regularly post videos on all facets of the travel and cruise industry. So if you like to keep up with the latest in cruise ships, ports of call, cruises themselves, chilly chats, and travel and cruise industry news, just hit the little subscribe button in the lower right-hand corner Hit the bell notification so you'll be notified when a new video is up or we go live. This video was produced by Chili's Cruises. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be to be.